Diana, and I love printing and design, typography and branding, books and publishing. I've traveled the world learning about trends to share with my students and with my readers. But I haven't forgotten where I started, writing papers about paper on paper. And now I've created a podcast to share what I know with you. So let's talk paper scissors. Name, ITC Zap Chancery. Release date, 1979. Designer, Herman Zapf. Classification, script. Owned by Linotype. And claim to fame, the first and only calligraphic typeface shipped with the first Apple computers. Steve Jobs hand-picked this typeface to represent calligraphic styling on the first Apple computers in the 1980s. Designed by a former World War II cartographer turned type designer and professor, this typeface would be seen and used on millions of computers around the world for decades to come. Today, we're talking all about ITC Zapf Chancery. ITC Zapf Chancery was designed by contemporary German typographer Hermann Zapf. Hermann was born on November 8, 1918, three days before the official end of World War I. When Hermann left school at the age of 15, he wanted to pursue a career in electrical engineering. However, the newly established Third Reich made it difficult to do so. Hermann had to find a new path for himself in the form of an apprenticeship. His teachers suggested that he become a lithographer because of his drawing skills, but he had trouble getting a job because of his political questions that would be asked in the interviews. And so it was actually the very last company in the telephone directory who didn't ask any political questions in the interview that hired him to become a retoucher. And that was the start of his four-year apprenticeship. In 1935, Herman bought two books all about calligraphy and taught himself how to write in this classic style. To supplement his self-taught education in calligraphy, he studied examples at the city library where he lived in Nuremberg. During his apprenticeship, his skill for calligraphy was noticed, and his work shifted to retouching lettering, as well as helping his colleagues improve their retouching abilities. I love this example of following your passions and continuous education that can lead to something so much more than he could have ever imagined when he picked up those books for the first time. When he paid for the books, I'm certain he didn't think to himself, this is the first step to becoming one of the world's greatest typographers. My calligraphic font will be seen by billions on every newfangled technological gadget all over the world for possibly hundreds of years. I love that that's what sometimes happens when you follow your gut. Herman was conscripted to war in 1939, but he developed heart trouble after hard labor, so a few weeks in, he got a desk job. He moved around a fair bit during the war, each time sent out into the battlefield and each time his weak heart and clumsiness bringing him back to a desk with a pen in his hand. He ended up in the cartography unit, map making, and he was happy there. It's been said that his eyesight was so good that he could write letters that were one millimeter in height without using a magnifying glass. After the war, Herman taught calligraphy and began working at a type foundry as artistic head of their print shop. After the war, 
He also married fellow typographer and teacher Gudrun Zapf von Hesse, who is also an acclaimed calligrapher, self-taught because she wasn't satisfied with her calligraphy education. Now, if I had to bet, I would say their wedding invitations were incredible. However, her primary role was also not of a calligrapher. She was actually a bookbinder by trade. Although Herman is one of the world's best modern typographers, most of his work was actually as a graphic artist designing books. His biggest project in calligraphy before designing ITC Zaff Chancery was in 1960 for a library in New York City for which he received a grand total of $1,000. Some of the other typefaces that are famously designed by Herman include Palatino, designed in 1948, and Optima, designed in 1952. The typeface Optima is actually a very interesting design because Herman decided to create a happy medium between a serif and a sans serif font. So Optima is considered a flared sans serif face. It's also designed as a chameleon to work for both headings as well as passages of text. It was designed as both a display typeface as well as a text typeface. Herman was keen to explore computer typography for computer programs starting in the 1960s. And in 1976, the Rochester Institute of Technology, RIT, offered Herman a professorship in typographic computer programming, which was a completely novel role at the time. For 10 years, between 1977 and 1987, Herman flew between Darmstadt, Germany, and Rochester, New York to teach. <laughs> what a commute! It's interesting to note that other influential type designers were students of Herman at RIT. For example, Chris Holmes and Charles Bigelow together created the Lucida typeface family and Wingdings, which we'll explore in a future episode. Let's circle back to our typeface of the day. ITC Zapf Chancery. The typeface was named ITC for International Typeface Corporation, a type manufacturer founded in 1970, Zapf for obvious reasons, and Chancery was the English name for a Renaissance handwriting style that inspired early printing letter forms. The typeface, shared with the world in 1979, was originally designed as a family of six, Light, light italic, medium, medium italic, demi, and bold. It was selected as an Apple Mac OS font in the early 1980s for the simple reason that Steve Jobs liked it. It was the only calligraphy-inspired typeface that he selected. However, he only adopted one of the six family members, medium italic. Perhaps he chose it for its happy medium qualities? In the age of digital typography, Herman grew more concerned about copyright infringements and outright copying of his typefaces, something that many type designers face today. And for good reason. So enter Monotype's Corsiva typeface. This wasn't the first time that Monotype knocked off Herman's typefaces. Book Antica looks suspiciously similar to Palatino. Interestingly, the Zaff Chancery versus Corsiva case actually went to trial, but the case concluded that Corsiva was a sufficiently different design. You can head over to the show notes at www.talkpaperscissors.info to kind of make the, make the decision yourself. 
But even years before his design and release of ITC Zap Chancery, Herman took a break from designing typefaces for about 10 years until the 1970s because he was so frustrated with the knockoff typefaces coming out from competing brands. In 1974, Herman addressed the Library of Congress Copyright Office in Washington, D.C. and pleaded for greater protection. He argued that in the age of non-digital type, it was costly and time-consuming to make copies of letters, but it wasn't nearly as difficult in the digital age. Designers rarely won cases where they tried to protect their design, and it was determined that an alphabet cannot be patented. As simple as that. The same still holds true today. In the U.S., an alphabet can still not be protected, well, kind of. So the only way to protect an original design is to patent each individual character in every width, in every weight, in every style. So some digital alphabets have nearly 600 glyphs. We've got characters, numerals, punctuation marks, alternate characters, that it would cost so much more to protect a typeface than the possible costs of being cloned and used without consent. Perhaps then it was a well-intentioned slap in the face, if there is such a thing, that to mark his wife's 100th birthday in January 2018, Monotype Corporation released a typeface in her honor, Hesse Antica. Goodwin designed this typeface in 1947, and this typeface was designed to be gold foil stamped onto leather case-bound books. Thank you, Mr. Zapf and Mrs. Zapf von Hesse for your important contributions to an incomplete history of type. From the Middle Ages to the Middle East, from Futura to Freight, thanks for joining us on a journey across the type universe and going where no designer has gone before. Next up parchments and scrolls and tablets. Oh my. We're moving forward into the history of type with papyrus.